Welcome to Inspirational Corner. I am your host, Speaker Katura. Today on the program, we will continue the series from where we left off on last week entitled Unity from Paul's Perspective. But you know what we do in Proverbs 3, 6, he says, In all of your ways acknowledge God and that he will direct you and lead you in a plain path. And so I intend to do just that. Holy Spirit, I bring you in remembrance of the word of God. I invite you to be the preacher and be the teacher. Bring to my remembrance whatsoever it is that you have taught me in the name of Jesus. And so we're going to get right into the lesson just for a brief review. I want to remind you on last week, I closed out and giving you a little insight from a commentary that I was reading by the uh, cook commentary that explained the agenda of that day and just what it was, was going on with the entanglement of all of the divisions over the personalities and we saw that there was Aquila, uh, Apollos, and then we saw that there was Cephas and the different personalities among the Greeks were very domineering. They were great orators in, in that day and time and they were filled with swelling words and rhetoric in their delivery styles. And so Paul wanted the people to not get caught up in that, not to get caught up in the personality. His purpose in addressing them was to raise awareness of the death of Jesus Christ on the cross and that he took their place and died for their sins. And that's what Paul's objective was. He was also happy to not have been associated with the divide division that was going on over who baptized who. And we looked at that. He was rejoicing in that he had not baptized any of them, but rather that all of the glory and adoration belonged to Jesus Christ and the finished works that he did. Now, for this portion of the lesson, I want you to take with you two points on humility and pride. And so we will um, understand through the reading of the text that it was important to Paul that he got the message over about simplicity. I've always heard my instructors in times past teaching on uh, uh, different courses and it remind uh, the managers and the leaders, you know, and he would say, keep it simple. And that's what Christ was about. Christ was about simplicity. It takes humility to just be honest and just keep it simple so people can easily comprehend and accept what the word of the Lord is trying to put over. The second point that I want you to remember under humility is that Paul did not preach with academic precision and logical arguments. His confession, he, he, he was consistent with his concepts to rule out difficulty. And the second thing I said I wanted you to take with you was pride. You know, that was the number one divide among the Corinthian church that had them acting like selfish babies and squabbling because nobody 
would want to admit that their way was not the right way and their pride got in the way and it was the number one problem. And one of the issues that Christians have been divided over was baptism and it was then and it was now and it was in our past. You know, each one in their perspective denominations wanted to be right and that is called pride no one was willing to admit that their way was not the only way and and the second thing that Paul wanted to deal with was that salvation comes through faith in the works of Christ on the cross Ephesians 2 8 says for by grace are you saved through faith and that not of yourselves but it is the gift of God Salvation is a gift. Christ provided the faith and that's how we obtain our salvation. And we need to be thankful. We just need to accept what was done. And the next thing under uh, pride that I want you to embrace and remember is that there is no perfect proof of salvation that can really be seen with the eye. And, and you may want to, you know, beg to differ or argue with me on that point. But I'll tell you why. Because we can see the effects of salvation by looking at a changed life, you know, that may indicate a changed person and his testimony. The word says that let the redeemed of the Lord say so in the book of Psalms. So uh, a person that has been changed and is demonstrating a changed life and that has the testimony that Jesus Christ saved him would be the only proof that we would have of a salvation having indeed gone into effect in a person's life. The Bible says by their fruits, you shall know them. And the fourth thing, Uh, that I want you to take with you under pride is the baptism. Be clear that baptism is done solely to demonstrate a commitment to the testimony, to that faith that is identified with the death, the burial, and the resurrection of Jesus Christ. And that's what baptism does. When you go down into that watery grave, you identify with his death. And when he brings you back up, you identify with his resurrection, the newness of life. Now, I know what these thoughts and points that I'm going over are pretty elementary, but we have new people born into the body of Christ every day, and they have just as much right to know and understand the fundamentals as we do. And it gives me great pleasure to go over first words. Now, the next thing I want to bring out uh, in my talk with you here today is the argument for unity. That's the title of my lesson, Unity from Paul's Perspective. And there were four things that I wanted to give you under his argument. Our unity is based on the fact that we are all baptized by the Holy Spirit into the body of Christ. And you can read about that in 1 Corinthians 12, 12 through 13. For time's sake, I got to keep moving. And the second point under the argument of unity is it's not about who does the baptism. It is 
However, about the testimony of the person being baptized, we all are one in Christ Jesus. For the scripture says in Galatians 4, in one body, in one spirit, are you baptized? So the baptism puts us into that unity that we cannot afford to put ourselves into. And so in, in closing, I, I wanted to uh, help you to understand that the gospel is about the substitutionary death and resurrection of the Lord Jesus Christ. The Lord Jesus took our sins upon himself and paid the penalty for them. He now places his righteousness on each person who believes in him. And this is not affected in any way by the person who brings um, the delivery of the gospel or the baptism to him. Marking baptism appoints a division was simply wrong. Thinking on the part of the church, we are one in Christ. And in conclusion, I wanted to say that there may be subjects other than baptism that divide Christians, but the same principle applies. It is not appropriate for the body of Christ to be divided over anything, especially over those subjects on which God has clearly spoken through his word. And so that's my take on the subject of unity through Paul's perspective is that we are not to be divided over anything. And the last point, at one time, we seem to argue about every facet of our doctrine and practices. While there are provisions of the gospel that must be pointed out and avoided, we would do best to mention those that are clearly addressed in scriptures. And we should band and bind ourselves together to address the issues only as scripture plainly points them out. The scripture is our common ground for fellowship. And that's what we should base our behavior upon and avoid divisions at all costs. We're going to take a break right now and go to a song by William Murphy entitled It's Working. For favor, this is my season to reap what I have sown. This is my season for grace, for favor. This is my season to reap what I But I sure been faithful See, God's got a purpose And I know he's evil I've got a seed in the ground That he's blessing No more stressing I've got a seed in the ground Now I'm knowing 
Saints, thanks for listening in. I want to give a shout out right now to Turkey Man right there on the corner of Cedar and West Saginaw. Don't forget to visit inspirationalcorneronline.com. That's the website. Go there. You can make your fellowship and your presence known by joining the forum. If you would, just click on the message board. Click on Let's Move faith and community tab and then the forum will open and you can click the message board and you can join in and become a part of the online support group for those who are seeking to change how they live. Also, don't forget that this is a section 501c3 ministry and your offerings and gifts of love will go to help this effort to be on the air. While you're there on the website, you can donate on the secure website or you can send your offerings and gifts of love to P.O. Box 70143, Lansing, Michigan 48908. Don't forget to follow me on Facebook or Twitter. Just scroll down to the bottom of the page and you will see the Facebook tag. Like the page and you can receive all updates and um, comments and highlights on the feed. Follow me on Twitter at www.twitter.com backslash inspirational MI. Don't forget to watch the television program that's produced locally right here in Lansing. Click the television link on the west left side of the website. Remember 1 Peter 5, 7 from the Amplified Bible. God cares about you affectionately and he cares about you watchfully.